So it's always good to be here, um, see familiar faces, and really, since we've been gone so long, see faces I don't know too. It's awesome. Um, so today, and thinking about to thinking about today, it's actually dropped in my heart a while ago, a year ago, when I thought I might be coming here to preach, but it didn't work out. So now we are. But just the title of this message excites me. Drum roll, please. No, no. Uh, the title of the message today is "He's a God of All." God of all. You shout right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He is a God of all. Um, I think my dad mentioned it, but Esther and I, we go to church in Branson, Faith Life Church, and Keith Moore is the pastor there. And I love this example he gives about when he was at Rama. There was this guy when he was, I think, a student, a student at Rama. Well, there was a friend of his who was very astute and very thorough in his studies and whatnot. And he decided one day that he wanted to study this word all and really find out what it meant. You know, so he, he toiled and read through all the scriptures, probably Greek, Hebrew, all that. And he came back one day and said to brother, brother Keith, was like, well, brother Keith was like, well, what did you find out? What does that word mean? And the guy said, well, I found out that all means, well, all. <laughs> it's such a big word. I mean, it just means all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to... Um, we didn't look at this the first service, but that, song, that last song we sang, Yes and Amen, yeah. Yeah. It, that, was just, that was strong in my heart. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 1.20. And I don't have it in my notes, but I think we can get it on the screen. New King James is fine. Sorry, guys, on the screen. throwing you a curveball. <laughs> uh, actually, 2 Corinthians 1, uh, verse 20. That's a, that is a good one, though. Look at it. If you have it, just read it. I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, here. You see your Bible? Okay. 2 Corinthians 1.20. This says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ, and through Him the Amen is spoken. Yes. So, just paraphrase, all of the promises of God all of them they're always yes even if they don't even when you pray and you're like you pray in faith but you don't feel like you were you don't feel like anything happened it happened it's yes amen his promises are yes and amen if you're standing believing for something i want to encourage you i want to encourage you today it's happening don't give up don't quit because all of his promises are yes and amen and amen means what so be it so be it. You're believing for that house? So be it. You're believing for that, that, that pain, that sickness to leave your body? So be it. Because He said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I change not. Glory to God. Yes and amen. Hallelujah. Don't quit. All of His promises are yes and amen. Every single one. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now let's look at, please, Psalms 103. Let's just look at one, verses 1 through 4. And I love this verse because it just means so much to me. Every time I read it, it just ministers to me. I would say probably out of the whole Bible, this is my favorite, uh, one of my favorite chapters for sure. But this says, Praise the Lord, my soul. Oops. <laughs> my soul. All my inmost being, I praise His holy name. James Thomas will praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Not benefit. Sometimes we read that and we say, forget his, I won't forget his benefit of being forgiven. 
but benefits. Plural. All of his benefits. Who forgives how many? All your sins. Even the crazy, stupid ones. I have a lot of those. Uh, and who heals all your diseases. Even the ones the doctors say there's no hope. He heals all of them. Hallelujah. And I love this next verse. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Little thing about myself. Many of you guys don't know me. So I'm 36. Um, but growing up, I grew up in this church. And, you know, I didn't always serve the Lord. There were times where I was up, down, and then all around, and really up, and then really down, and then around again. But I love how it says He forgives all your sins, and He redeems your life from the pit, crowns you with love and compassion. My God, that's me. I tell you what, those of you who don't know me, they can testify. There were times in my life where I just, I wasn't serving the Lord. I was doing my own thing because I wanted to, but he, he rose me up. He forgave me, rose me from the ash heap, and set me with princes. Hallelujah. And he's, he'll do that same thing for you, for your kids, parents. If you have kids in here who aren't serving the Lord, don't give up. He'll forgive all of their sins. Oh, man. I just remember times going to, going to, growing up and going to camp, you know, not really serving the Lord. Sometimes I was, but other times when I wasn't going to camp and you have those strong revival services, you know, like, what was one of the songs? I found Jesus, you know, and so you get all pumped. I, I, I wish Nurse was here. I got to give him a shout out, Steve Nurse, Nurshel. But there were times at camps where I was like down in the dumps and then I'd be rose up and I'd give him my all. But then like six months later, I'd be like, <laughs> I forgot about that. But I'm so thankful. I'm just wanted to give God some glory today because I'm standing here testifying Amen. of the goodness of God Amen. and what the power of God can do. Not boasting in myself, boasting in Him and His forgiveness. Amen. He rose me up. He redeemed me. He forgave all my sins. And I won't get into all the details, but He healed all my diseases. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So in talking about He's the God of all, we already said his, all of His promises are yes and amen. He forgives all of our sins. Uh, he heals all of our diseases. What else? What, what else does He do? What else is He a God of all? I'll tell you one thing. You guys should shout. I will hope you wore your participants today. <laughs> something I heard a long time ago, some comedy show, and it's just always, you know, something's resonate with you, and that, that, that stuck with me. <laughs> participants, yeah. <laughs> but He's a God of all our needs being met. Every single one. Let's look at Philippians 4, 18 through 19 in the New King James. Thank you, Lord. This says, Indeed, James Thomas, Pastor Tom, all of you, I have all. And I love this word. And I abound. Glory to God. I abound. I have all. I am full. Full of the blessings of the Lord. Full. Nothing missing. Nothing broken in my life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Having received from Epi. I'll, name, I'll give him a nickname. Epi. The thing sent from you a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And here's the kicker. And my God. Make everything personal you see in the Word of God. Don't ever read anything and just say, uh, the God of David, the God of, or Pastor Mark's God, Pastor Brenda's God. Say, make it my God. That makes all the difference. My God. Hallelujah. My God will supply all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
every single need. Not just the pressing ones. Not just the ones that have to be met by next week. Every single need. And not just all needs, but every single need all the time. There's never a need in your life, in my life, that He will never meet if we trust Him. If we don't give up. What's the Bible say? Um, Don't be weary in well-doing, because in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Oh, we'll receive all of our needs met. But let's faint not. Amen? Amen. It can be easy. I'll just be honest with you. You're standing and believing. There's been things that Esther and I, have, we've released our faith with financially, and, and it just didn't look like anything was happening. But, but God. We had to stand. And the Lord is so good. He'll minister something to you. He'll say, just, He'll give you a, a picture in your mind or something. Of, you know, you're like, you're a, a <laughs> I'm not sporty, <laughs> but you're a racer. You're, what's the, you're, you're sprinter. There you go. You're almost to that finish line. The finish line's right here. But you're like getting weary. You're getting tired. My bills are piling up. But you're just right there. Don't quit. Don't quit. Because He supplies all your needs. I can testify. Amen. Can you testify? Thank you, Lord. Well, another thing He's a God of. He's a God who delivers me, you, all of us, from all of our fears and all of our troubles. All the time. If we'll look to Him. Amen. Let's look at Psalms 34, 4 through 6, NIV. It's good. All this stuff will be on the screen for the most part, so you don't have to turn to your Bible if you don't want to. This says, I sought the Lord, and He answered me. He delivered me from how many? All. Glory, <laughs> I love that word. Thank you, Lord. From all of my fears. Those who look to Him, there's a key, don't forget. Look to Him. You gotta look to him. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame because they're looking to him. Hallelujah. This poor man called. The Lord heard him. He saved him out of all, all of his troubles. The ones he got himself into, the ones that people were just crazy and they got him into trouble. All his troubles. I, I have decided in my life that I will have no fear. Because the Lord will deliver me from all of them. There's been times in my life where I was just straight up afraid. Pastor Nancy can even attest. I've had anxiety attacks and whatnot. But, but God. I looked to Him and my face was radiant. Was not covered with shame. He delivered me from all my troubles. And I'm looking at people, if you will look to Him, He will deliver you from every single trouble in your life. All of them. Not just 90% of them. All of them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. He's also a God that takes all of our pains. And He's also a God that takes all of our cares. You know, 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast how many of your cares? All of your cares on the Lord. Because, not just because I'm God. He doesn't say that just because I'm God and I can take your cares and I'm almighty and I, I just I want to be powerful. It's because He loves us. Cast all your cares on me because I care for you. And we're not going to look at it, but I'll just quote. This says, this is, this is that verse in the Amplified, 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for, once and for all on Him. Because, for, He cares for you affectionately and He cares about you watchfully. I love it. Man, 
God is so good. Everything he does for us and everything he tells us to do is because he loves us. And he's looking out for us. You know, as a parent, um, I have a daughter. She's three years old. Her name's Eden. She's awesome. <laughs> but as a parent, oh, oh, as a parent, I might tell her something and it's for her good. And she might say, why? But she doesn't always understand, you know, because I, well, I say, well, honey, I don't want you to jump on the bed when mommy and daddy aren't here because you can fall and hurt yourself. And it's the same thing with, it's the same thing with God. He's saying, you know, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this. I want all your cares. And he's not trying to take our fun away. It's because he's trying to protect us and help us through every situation in life. That's why he's saying, give me all your cares. Because I'll take, I'll take all of them and I'll give you all my blessing. Yes. I'll give you all my love. I'll give you all the solution you need. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Yeah. As Pastor Mark would say, don't shut me down because I'm preaching good. <laughs> I just stirred up about this word all. You know, some things you just don't, you don't even realize what everything means. Like, I don't claim to know what this word all, what it all means. But I like it. <laughs> and listen to this God he can he wants to and he longs to do all or everything for you for me because he loves us or in other words he's always desiring all the time to give us all he's got Amen. have you guys have heard that phrase give me all you got yeah, yeah? Oh, yeah. you hear it all the time give me all you got yeah. come on man give me all you got and God's like he's all the time going I want to give you all I got I want to give you all I got. I want to give you this. I want to give you that. I want to give you this and that. I want to give you all I got. That's right. You know, uh, think about the Golden State Warriors. You know, that's really easy to do here. <laughs> you know, hello, we're in the Bay Area. But think about, think about if you see the best games that you have ever seen are the, are the games where everybody's given all they got. Like Steph, Curry, Kevin Durant, and the other guys. <laughs> they're, they're playing. <laughs> yeah. I was forced in playing basketball as a kid. I never made a never made a point, so, so I won't. So my my basketball illustrations might be not the best, but hey, you know you got to connect with people. So Golden State Warriors. <laughs> but I tell you what, the, but if you if you watch a Warrior, watch a Warriors game. It, the, the games that are the best is when they're giving, the, giving them all they got. Yeah. You know, this past season they were, they were playing against um, LeBron and, you know, those guys. Golden State, give them all they got. Yeah. Give them all they got. They, they're running at them. They're shooting those threes. They're making them. And even when they miss them, here's the thought. Even when they missed, even when they lost the game, did they give up? No. no. They keep going. Yeah. That's how it is with you and I. Even if we miss it, we'll miss it. Shoot. I mean, we're not perfect. We'll miss it. We'll miss a we'll miss a basketball hoop shot, you know. We might get fouled. We might foul someone, but with God, let's just keep going. Give him all I got. God, I don't know. Lord, I haven't done everything perfect, but I'm giving you all I got cuz you always give me all you got. Lord, I know that was stupid. I know maybe I said something dumb to my wife, her hands up, she's saying hallelujah, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. You give me all you got, I'm giving you all I got. Lord, you know me. You know I'm not perfect. <laughs> you know I'm not perfect. You know I've made mistakes, but I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going all the way. I'm going all. How many, how many of you here are going to go all the way? All the way. All the way. 
And the cool thing about that, going all the way, is that God's with us. We're not alone. He's like our greatest, our greatest uh, person that cheers us on. We're running our race. We're we're uh, we're we're doing all we can to fulfill the call and purposes on our lives. And He's like, Yeah, come on, you're doing it. And even if we fall, even if we even if we scratch our knee and we we do something stupid, He's like, Ah, oh, come on, get back up, boy, get back up. You can do it. You can do it. Give me all you got, son. Give me all you got, James. I'll give you all I got. You need everything. I'm giving you everything you need for life and godliness. I'm going to give you everything you need to finish, to fulfill, to fulfill all the purposes and calls in your life. Just give me all you got, son. I'll give you all I got. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us, giving us everything we got. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think sometimes we think that that God is kind of like a 15%, 20%, 50%, 75% God. You know, he'll, he'll do this. He'll meet my need with this. But no, he's 100% God, 100%. All, all the way. That's right. All the way. He's all in. That's exactly right. Don't steal my notes now, Dad. Yeah. run. But that's good. My dad, my dad just said he's all in. I like that. Are we all in? Yeah. Yeah, we are. He's all in. Oh man. If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Lord. He's all in. I'm all in. Because I tell you, like I said before, there was too many times in my life where I wasn't all in. And it stinks. You know? It's just not any fun. It's just, I'm going to be all in all the time. And I, I declare that you guys will be all in all the time. Thank you, Lord. So He's desiring to always to give us all we got. Thank you, Father. You know, He's not holding back anything from us. He's not holding anything back. And something that I was thinking about earlier was, you know, for us to not, to, to, uh, excuse me, to not settle. There's been things in my life where, listen, I'm gonna just, I'll just say it, there's been times in my life where I was up against some sickness and disease and things like that, but... At the time, it wasn't really causing me a lot of problems. There might have been some slight uh, uncomfortableness, but I was like, well, this is fine. I mean, I can, I can deal with this. This is okay. I mean, I know it's not 100%. I know it's not perfect, but I'm good like how I am. But God, He doesn't want, he doesn't want that for us. No. You know, we have healing class over in Branson, and I remember one time, sometimes I play guitar in there, uh, about like a month at a time. I remember one time this guy was speaking. His name's Ty. And he's a fireball, man. He's kind of like Uncle Ricky when he gets to preaching. You know? Good, good dude. Um, but he was saying something to this effect. He's all, you know, he said, we, he said, he was basically saying, don't settle for even like a little bit of back pain or that, that little toothache, you know? Just because God is so good. He doesn't, he wants all of us to walk out of here today free from every pain. You know, to have total peace in our, in our mind and not just have some of our mind being clear, but just have it all being clear. Amen. So let's not settle. Amen. Let's not settle. He's not holding anything back from us. And I, you know, I've made up my mind. I'm not going to hold anything back from Him. Nothing. Especially my life and my heart. Thank you, Father God. So, He longs to give us all He's got. Oh, I'm going to back up. This is too good. Check this out. God gave us all through His Son, Jesus. So we could have all, experience all, live in all, at all times. Thank you, Lord. What does John 10.10 say? 
I came that he, uh, you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's me. I'm going to have life more abundantly because he gave us everything we need for it. Hallelujah. Through Jesus. So he longs, to, he longs to give us all he's got, but we have to do some, there's certain things that we have to do. We have to believe he wants to give us his everything. We have to believe he can, and we have to believe that he will for us. Not just that he will for Abraham, Pastor Mark, Pastor Nancy, but that he will for me. You know, we won't look at it, but Luke 5, 12 to 13, I like this passage of Scripture. It's talking about the man that had the leprosy. He came up to Jesus, basically saying, Lord, I know you can heal me. I've heard good things. I've seen things. He might have seen his friends that would have leprosy be freed. But he had a question in his mind, and it was, it was Lord, if you're willing... I know you can, but if you're willing. Lord, you can, but will you? Right. What did Jesus say? He, he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Uh, yes. Be cleansed. Because yes. I, I, it's like I said, it's not enough to know he can or that he wants to, but we got to know he will. Yeah. And after this, what happened? Um, the Lord touched him, and immediately the leprosy left him. Hallelujah. He wants to, he can, and he will. Yes. For me. And let's look at Mark 9.23. New King James. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. This said, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, that's our part, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. There's nothing that's impossible in your life. Nothing. There's nothing too big that you're facing that cannot be fixed. But at the same time, do you believe it? Do you believe it can be fixed? I do. All things are possible to him who believes. <laughs> and in Mark 19, 26, it says, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. All things are possible. You know, I think about this building. I remember what a kind of a nightmare really it was to get into this building with officials and this thing and that thing but uh i'll tell you what long story short my dad pastor nancy my mom could tell you the whole thing they didn't quit they didn't give up i'm sure there were times it looked like it was impossible but god where you guys you guys being in this building is a miracle and it's in part because uh the staff here and uh, well all you guys too that were, were here you believe god you counted him faithful you're like, Lord, I know this is it. It, it may look impossible, but all things are possible. And I believe it. You guys are sitting in a miracle. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for it. Thank you, Lord. And God loves us so much that He didn't spare His own Son. It says in Romans. You don't you have to turn there. He loves us so much that He didn't spare His own Son, but He delivered Him up for us all. So if He didn't spare Jesus... If he didn't say, no, I'll give you everything, but, but don't touch Jesus, how shall he not with him also freely give us yes. all things? If he was going to withhold anything from us, it would have been Jesus. But he didn't. And, he's, and now we can have all things because he gave us Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So in, in realizing that God has done so many things for us, and does so many things for us. He meets all of our needs, takes care of us in every situation, delivers us from all fears. That's His part. 
there's always, in the Word of God, there's always, for the most part, there's always something that we can look at. It's, it's, there's always a principle that God has His part, and then we have our part. Amen. He supplies all of our needs, but we have to believe it. Amen. He delivers us from all of our fears, but we've got to look to Him. Right. Amen? We have to resist those things. So it's His part and our part. And talking about He's a God of this and a God of that and a God of this and, and all, which is all amazing. The, the thing that the most important thing on our end, that's our part, what He wants from us. We can ask it, we can say it like this He does all for us, but what does He want for us? What's our part? What does God want from us? First and foremost, above anything? Exactly. Yes, sir. He wants our love. He wants all of our heart. He'll take some of your heart because He loves you so much. He'll take a little bit of it, but the perfect will of God is that He has all of your heart, all of your love, all the time. Let's look at Luke 10.27. This is New King James as well. Thank you, Father. Luke 10, 27 says, So he answered him and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. I said this in the first service, but I found it Interesting that the first thing, the first part of this, he says, loving the Lord your God with all your, he doesn't start off with saying your mind, your soul, your strength. He says your heart. Because if he has your heart, the other things will follow. You know, for example, Esther's my wife. I didn't first just give her like my attention, well, I did give her attention with my eyes and stuff, but (laughs) we won't go there. But the first thing, since we're married, the first thing I have to give her is not just my, my uh, willingness to be married to her, my, my, uh, my dedication, but it's my heart. Yeah. Yes. It's all my love. Yeah. If I were to say, hey, babe, here's half of my heart, she might be like, no, get out of here. Punk. No. But it's, it's the same thing with God. He's saying, I want all of your heart. It's the same thing as saying, I want all of your love. You know, and if you think about it, it says, uh, it talks about your heart, soul, strength, and your mind. If you think about those things, if you're giving them all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, there's really no part of your life that's untouched by God. That's That's like, it covers like the whole ground. So if we do that, and as we do that, we're giving him everything we have, and he's like, all right, now I can give you everything I have. But I got to have your heart. I got to have all your love. You know, you can give, I said this before, but you can give them a little bit. You can give them a medium amount of love. You can even give them, give them like a 95% of your love. And he'll, he'll take it, but that's not the perfect will of God. He wants all of it. Like I mentioned before at the front of the service, there were times where I, I was doing okay in life as a teenager where I, I gave them, you know, maybe a little bit of my heart but not all of it. Oh, I gave him most of my heart, but not all of it. But I tell you what, the times where I gave him a little bit of my heart and not all of it, I was okay. Life was average. But when I gave him all of my heart, oh, that is, that's, that's the life more abundantly. That's the blessed life. 
if you're in here today and things aren't going so hot, you're like, what's going on? I, I go to church every Sunday. I go 9, and 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I go uh, Sunday night. I go to Wednesday night. But something just doesn't seem right. Something's not working. And I'm not judging anybody. I would just encourage you, where's your love for God? Does he, does he have all of you? Or does He have some of you? Does he have, does he have all of you Monday through Sunday? Or does He have you just on Wednesday and Sundays? And I'm talking to myself because even, even being 36 and being on staff at a church now, there's been times where I was like, life was just, wasn't as fun and I had to judge myself. I'm like, what's going on? And it's like, the Lord's like, well, where's your first love? You know how the Bible says, don't, you, for, you forgot your first love? Don't forsake your first love. It's easy. You know, at our church, we have a lot of service teams and stuff, and I'm on uh, one, two... I'm on, I'm on teams. Let's put it like that. If there's a team, I'm on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Moore, Brother Moore, if you're watching. If you will watch, I love every team. And <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> but I'm just gonna I like being honest with you I feel like I've just been let's just lay it all out there today um, there's been times where I was I was because I worked there too so I'm like I'm, I'm going to work Monday I'm going to work Tuesday and I'm Tuesday nights we have band practice for the youth group that we're over and well not over but the youth worship youth worship team so I'm there Monday Tuesday, and then it's it's on there Tuesday night because I'm practicing with the worship the youth worship team. Wednesday night, you're at work. Wednesday night comes youth. We we leave about nine thirty. Thursday night, you're out. I'm at work again, and then we have band practice for the weekend. So I'm you know at work from like eight twenty till let's say nine o'clock sometimes. Well, yeah, but that's kind of hush hush. We can't talk about that. <laughs> I don't want everyone to know I have keys. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Tom's like, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Having keys to the kingdom, you know, sometimes is a good thing. But sometimes you don't want to spread it all out that you have all the keys to the kingdom. So, but anyway, that was nowhere in my notes. How did I get away from that? No. Uh, <laughs> but there's been times where I was just going to church and going to church and and serving and doing this and doing that, which we should do. And Pastor Mark was talking about getting on teams. But it should never, never replace our fellowship and our relationship for God. You know, because I, I, I'm, I'm not speaking for you guys. I'm speaking for myself. There's been times where I, I was doing all this stuff, and then I'm sitting in service. I'm sitting there like this. Brother Moore's preaching like the best message you ever heard. And I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm like, amen, that, that's good, I think, you know. <laughs> and I tell you what, it was never a problem on Brother Moore's end or Miss Phyllis's end. It was on my end because I was getting caught up. And he didn't have all my heart in that, in that moment, all my love. You know, that's the thing that's most important to God. Yes, he wants our faith. He wants our trust. He wants our willingness. He wants our obedience. But above all that, he's like a good father. He is a good parent. He wants our love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. He wants our love. Like me, with my daughter, 
I want her to listen to what I say. I want her to obey what I say. And I want her to, to be willing to, to, to do as I ask, even if she doesn't understand it. But above, like, but above all that, I want her love. Yeah. All of her love, you know? There's, there's been times with her that I could tell she was, you know, maybe I wasn't loving her as much as I should have. And in return, she, maybe she wasn't loving me as much as she could. So anyway, <laughs> enough about me. He wants all of our heart, amen. Will you give it to him? I know you will. And one last thing I wanted to end with. Um, one final thing that God is a God of all. This is what this was strong in my heart. Is that He is a God of all comfort. All comfort. Thank you, Father. Let's look at. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. This is NIV as well. Thank you, Father. You are good. This says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. I don't know what your situation is today. Maybe there's relationship issues. Maybe uh, you've been standing believing for something and it just seems like nothing has worked. Maybe someone's hurt you. You may be 55 years old in your day. Maybe someone wronged you when you were a kid. Your parents got a divorce and you never got over it. But I want you to know that He's a God of all comfort. And the thing I like about this is that He knows exactly how to comfort us in every situation. People are great. We need people to comfort us. And He uses people all the time. But no matter what it's been like, if your dad abused you, if if this thing or that thing happened, He knows exactly how to comfort you in every situation. Every single situation. But we have to let Him. Amen? We have to let Him. You know, there were times in my life where I, I was going through some stuff. And uh, my dad was, with for, was there for me. Pastor Tom, Pastor Nancy. But, and that's good and that's great. But when, the, when God Himself comforts you with exactly with what you need, it might be just a sentence. It might just be a phrase. When He comforts you, oh man, watch out. And I like the last part of this verse. In verse 4, he says, who comforts us in all of our troubles. And check this out. Not just so we can get relief, not just so we can feel better and go about our lives, but so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort or that same comfort we ourselves receive from God. You know, in our lives, we should continually, we do always get comforted, but we should always continually be looking for others. Being like, Lord... Is there someone in my path that you want me to comfort today? Is there someone that over here at Walgreens or at Lucky's that, that just needs a, 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 just a friendly smile and, a, and, a, and an easy, God loves you. Because He comforts us so we can comfort other people. Hallelujah. Um, you know, in John thirteen thirty four it says, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. 
How many of you say, how many how many of you would say that God is a good God? I can attest to it. He's good to us. He loves us. And so let's take that love that He loves us with. Let's take that comfort that He comforts us with and let's love others. Let's go out and, and comfort other people. There's so many people around that you may know or not know that are hurting, hurting, just, just pain. But because God is good, He's, He's always comforting us and we can do the same for other people. And really, what's being a Christian all about? You know, it's about people. Amen. First and foremost, being a Christian is about loving God, knowing Him for yourself, having a rich fellowship with Him, a thriving one. And then it's also about us loving God. Well, it's the same thing, but it's also about us loving people. Amen. So let's never forget that. Yes, He's a God of all. He'll supply all of our needs. He'll heal all of our diseases. But above all that, let's give Him all of our heart. And then in return, we can help others with all of our heart or all that's in us. Yes. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you for you guys. Were, thank you for hooking with me. I believe good things are happening. Thank you, Lord.